Yo. Yo, what's good? <clears throat> How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. What's going on? Well, this is CTN Presents the Ball in Life Podcast. I'm your host, Coach G. And yeah, we're gonna we gonna call this the No Excuses series where we're highlighting some athletes, non athletes. <clears throat> Uh, that just man overcome adversity. Um, they just take advantage of the opportunities placed in front of them. And if you're an athlete, if you're a non-athlete, if you're a parent of an athlete, uh, I think this series can inspire some people, light that fire underneath someone who might just need that push to keep um, pursuing those goals and keep working towards their dreams, basically. And right now we got online a real special former player of mine. Uh, <laughs> I was with him during the, the, his chubby years. That's how long I've been knowing him. <laughs> but uh, we got online Chris Beverly, man. What's going on, man? How, how, how's life treating you? Man, it's going good, man. Just taking one day at a time. Everything going good, man. Appreciate you having me on here. So, uh, I'm going to just, I'm going to kind of take you, take them through how I met you. You know, I met Chris. His mom showed up at the middle school some <laughs> some years ago with his, <laughs> with his two older brothers. You know, um, looking for, you know, just um, an outlet for them to get involved in. And we were in the um, basketball gym and started with basketball, basically. That's how I started uh, AAU, Summer League. And then, they, you know, they they started playing football. And, um, you know, um Chris has been – he was a four-year starter. So, I think he only spent about one week on JV as a ninth grader. Yeah. And um, <laughs> came up and um, had been a four-year starter. And now he's at the Citadel um, playing defensive back. So, uh, just kind of what is it? What is it like being at a military college? Man. Uh, no, it's, it's definitely different, man, than what a lot of guys experience. But, um, you know, you got to put on a uniform, do all the little yes, sir, no, sir stuff, shave, uh, all the little parades they try to get you to do, like inspections, Saturday morning inspections and stuff. And then on top of that, you still got, you know, your, your academics and performing on the field, man. So it's definitely, you're definitely busy the whole day from like about six in the morning to about 10 at night, man. So, so is it like, do you guys still do like, you do the PT and all that stuff like that? Yeah, so, like, when we come in, they, they call it, like, hell week. So, like, all the freshmen that come in, 
they go to about basically a week of hell, man. Waking up five every morning, running and stuff. But then after that, after you go to that week, you kind of because you in season, so they don't really make you do the PT stuff. And then you just gotta pass like a PT test every every year, every school year. And then if you don't, if you fail it, then you gotta do PT, man. You gotta do it every week throughout the school year. But it's normally nothing hard, yeah. But it's not that hard. I mean, the only people that really struggle with it is like Lyman and stuff because they don't like running that mile and a half. But. So, uh, I'm assuming maybe the Citadel was probably not your first choice. No. Um, <laughs> so, kind of take us through your the the recruiting process and why did you decide to go to the Citadel when it all came down to it? Um, starting out with you know the recruiting, I think I got my my first offer. I think it was tenth grade, yeah, tenth grade. And um, I got a, you know a couple more came after that, and then so I was not thinking. I I honestly didn't know like what the Citadel was until probably about two months before, you know, signing day, man. They came in, you know, just kept talking to me. Uh, and, you know, a lot of me, I was when I was going through the recruiting process, you know, I didn't really understand how it kind of worked, you know, as, as in, you know, when coaches come in and talk to you, you think, you think you're the only one they, you know, that they talking to, and but you, I kind of under had a little wake up call that you know they call they going to see about ten other dudes when they get on the road, man. So I kind of waited late to you know make a commitment somewhere. Kind of, so a lot of my offers got filled up from other people and stuff. So sitting there was there, man. And honestly, you know with all the we probably get into it later, but with all the you know the baby and stuff. Little man going on back then. I wasn't even, I honestly didn't even want to go to school, man. I was, I was just, uh, after, during that time, I was, I was basically done with ball, man. But then I just didn't want to, I, I wasn't, I couldn't stay here. I didn't know what I was going to do. So I just said, you know what, I'll give it a try. And then when I got up there, I kind of just stuck it out, man. Yeah. So, just yeah, we 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 go ahead and get into it. Um, you know, you you became a father early while you while you were still in high school. Yeah. And um so kinda you don't know have to tell about what happened. We all know what happened, but <laughs> but um was that was that any kind of motivation like a like I need to I need to go because you know I'm I'm a father now I gotta be able to provide and um yeah. you know I was that uh that was that a big push for you to go ahead and keep keep going yeah it, I mean at the time I ain't gonna lie at the time no cause you know I was just so you know. I was out of it, man. But um, just talking to 
Uh, you know, we talked we talked a lot during that time too. Talking to you know my older brother and stuff. He just kind of, he basically just told me like if I don't go, I'm missing out a great opportunity and stuff. And then staying home, there's nothing there's nothing for me to be home. I mean, do home. So, and then down the road, I wouldn't be able to you know provide for him like I want to. But uh, once I got to the school, that's when it was kind of like motivation for me. Like, you know, I got to stick through this and so I can take care of him. So what is it What is it like becoming a father that early uh, yeah. and, you know, having to juggle school, football, and being a dad? Um, it's definitely, I mean, obviously it's tough and stuff, man, but for me, it was, like I said, I was, I was to the point where I was just done with everything, man. I was, that was probably like, that was definitely one of the hardest times, um, but was like with sports, cause you know, that was what, that was going into my senior year, I think. Yeah, senior year. You know, as football, as like football turns, I was I was supposed to, you know, be the leader and stuff like that, the captain of the team. And I just felt like I couldn't really, I couldn't really lead. I felt like I couldn't really say anything to, you know, like to some guy like, hey, pick it up. I don't take a rep off, stuff like that. Because I'm showing up 30 minutes late to practice because, you know, coming from taking my girl to uh, the baby appointments and stuff. So that was, I mean, I just couldn't really, couldn't really lead like I wanted to, and then that that alone was just bothering me because, you know, that my senior year. And then as far as school, school, man, school wasn't really hard. You just show up, you know, especially in high school, you do what you're supposed to do. You guaranteed a, at least a B. But that's what, man, that was pretty easy for me, but it really just. It was more of the sports thing, like performing on the field, because I wasn't sleeping, I wasn't eating. Then, like I was, man, I was out of it, man. But, yeah. Man, you know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that, because we know that, you know, kid, I was, you know, sure, I was young at one time too, and we make mistakes, we make decisions. And I want, I'm not. I want to say what you what you did was a mistake because I know you don't you right. don't regret it because you, you he's you know little Chris is a, a blessing, a beautiful yeah. blessing, and um. But you know we we kind of you know being young we do we do things that's that might be seen deemed out of character and stuff like that. Yeah. It, it it could cost us, but. Right. A lot of times we get a second chance because, you know, of course, you know, God has mercy for us all. And but mm-hmm. that support system. So I kind of, you know, I know your mom and your dad. Um, I know your mom was at everything we did. Everything. She Everything. she was there, yeah. and um, yeah. kind of just 
talk about that support system, how much it meant to you and how did it help you? Yeah, I had a, you know, a great uh, support system. Uh, like you said, my mom being there for everything. You know, I never really, I'm blessed, you know, because a lot of kids, they don't, they don't grow up in a household with, you know, two parents and stuff like that, man. So I'm blessed to have that. And then, uh, then at times, man, they was, they was, I mean, they was obviously there, man, but I think, I think what made it so hard is not, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, having a kid 17 or getting someone pregnant at 17 hard, but, um, the hardest thing for me is when they found out, like how seeing how they reacted and stuff, man. It just it kind of felt like you know they were disappointed. And like as for my dad, man, he I ain't never seen him take off work. And I think he took about a good week off, man. So <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I seen that, man. I I came in the room, and he just had his, he just had his head down, and I like I tried to slide back up out of there. Boy, seen I like, oh man. And then uh yeah, man, I think they ain't even they ain't even told they ain't tell nobody, man, for a little minute. Honestly, you I think, yeah, you other than my mom, you know, my dad and brothers, you is the first one to know uh, about the situation and stuff, man. So and then you know you called me and stuff. We talk, so I'm just I'm just blessed to have you know everybody that like you, my mom, my brothers. You already know Bryson. Yeah, talked to me a whole bunch, man. But and then that time he was you know he was he was the main factor for me because you know he had, he was working and stuff, so <clears throat> he was always you know trying to get me to to get stuff off my mind because then that time you know I was I was always stressed out and stuff, man. But he helped out a lot. So you're the, you're the youngest of three three brothers. Uh, and they yeah. all played, you know, came through, played sports. Um, yeah. You know, Jakari and um, Bryson, they played basketball for me. Uh, they played basketball at the high school. Bryson played football at the high school. So, like, did <laughs> do you credit – any of your skill or how how you play the game to your older brother, like where where they pushing you around? And- oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like for sure, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. Growing up, they I definitely got pushed around a lot. And, you know, we you know we was homeschooled for a little minute, so we wake up, we we. Tell my mom we did our work, and then we just go outside and play all day. And then getting pushed around and stuff. It definitely gave me, I think it definitely gave me an edge, you know, like when I'm on the court on the field. And I think more of that came from, I think more of that came from Bryson. Me and Bryson were the one that mostly got into it. You know, Carl, he more laid back. You don't really get into nothing. But I think Bryson, he, he played a big role in how I played. Both football and how I played basketball, man. It was it was a lot of competing out here, and I think honestly playing in the yard was probably the funnest time. Yeah, yeah, I bet. But um, 
you know, you being homeschooled. Oh, Bryson, yeah. he was homeschooled the, the whole way, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, you had the opportunity, being the youngest, <laughs> you had the opportunity to kind of to, to <laughs> go to school, um, right. you know. So kind of just what – Kind of, what was the transition like from homeschool to going to school? Uh, man, it was. I think I went, yeah, eighth grade. So, coming eighth grade, you know, I was. I mean, I, I ain't. I was a little nervous and stuff because I ain't never seen so many people at the time, man. But um, after probably about that. After about two weeks, man, I kind of just, I ain't even, you know, was taking school seriously. I was just having fun. You know, I had my first time being around so many people my age and stuff. I was just there having fun. Um, so it was definitely, it was definitely a great experience, man. But as in school-wise, I just had to focus back up in school because I wasn't doing no type of work. I was just going to class, you know, being a class clown and stuff. And then I think, oh, that, yeah, it was a basketball game, man. My dad made me sit out, man. And after that, that's when I kind of just took school serious and stuff, man. That wake-up call, then. Yeah, man. Cause, you know, he don't play. <laughs> yeah. I think if we, yeah, he didn't even want to, yeah. If it was a C, man, he... You might as well wrap it up, man. No C's. C's are no good. So, man, you know, just knowing you throughout the years, man, you, man, probably one of the humblest cats I know. Um, You know, sure, you don't even, like, on Instagram, you don't even post a bunch of stuff, like, of yourself and nothing like that, you know. and But you out here. You, I mean, you balling like I mean, you go to Citadel, the Citadel. You make um, you make all conference, right? Your freshman year. Yeah, all, yeah, all conference. All conference your then, freshman uh, year, and um, just doing big things. You know, um, you guys play the Bamas and the Clemsons and stuff, and you, you know, even though the team get destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> you you go out there and and you're able to show that you can play with that with that level of talent. Um right. just kinda what with everything going on, you know, becoming father early, um, you know, kind of miss missing out on those on those offers, like you said, you waited too late, missing out on offers like you that is a recipe to give up, to just be like, you know what, I ain't doing this no more, make excuses, I'm going to just, you know, yeah. just whatever. What what was it that just, it, that keeps you grounded? What is it that keeps you grounded? What is it that keeps you like, hey, I got to be the best at everything that I'm doing, school, Ball and yeah. being a dad. I think um, 
But being the best part, man, that just comes back to competing. For me, man, I just, I, whether I'm in the classroom or, you know, on the field or something, that, I just love to compete, you know. So um, that's for the, being the best part. And then keeping me grounded, man, that was, you know, my whole life just staying, never staying, getting too high and never getting too low, man. Always staying, you know, like Coach Cleese just say, stay even killed. But that was, I mean, and then when I got there, like you said, playing Bama and them, it kind of, you know, I was still like, man, you know, I'm still playing. At the end of the day, you know, going through all that military stuff on Saturdays, I'm still playing Division One ball, you know what I'm saying? So that kind of just, you know, just helped me out, you know, stay there and just stick it out. And then, yeah. So um, you're still um, playing. Um, you guys played during this, yeah. you know, this COVID year being kind of crazy. What what how, was that experience like, you know, during during COVID? Right. It was uh, it's definitely a hard time, man, as, as far as football goes, because you got you never know if you're gonna have all your starters. Um, you know, you got some guys, and you know, that opt out and stuff, and and then you, you know, you get ready for a game, and you have, you know, key players that you depending on, and you know, they test positive, so now they out. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's just, I think that was these that like last fall. The you know how they always say next man up. That was kind of the what we said every day, man. Next man up. So it was definitely tough. Um, but man, I think I think I think for us, it it only gonna make us better, man. Because having guys, we had some guys that you know never seen the field right. yet. So during that time, they got a lot of experience. They got to that's to get you know to get their feet wet on the field and get, you know, in-game experience. Because for me, I don't care how, how well you know a playbook, you know, how how well you're doing practice or doing drills and stuff. You're going to mess up when, when, you know, when you line it up. At some point, you're going to mess up. You, it's just, it's just going to happen. Like, you got to see it. You know what I'm saying? So I think that was important for them. So I think we're just going to be better moving forward. I know with you know, with the protocols and everything. I mean, we saw, like, um, you know, we saw in the news just how, you know, how strict or, in some cases, how, you know, careless some programs were with protocols and stuff right. like that. Like, and with you, with with y'all being a military college, college like, was it? Like, what was the protocol? Like, was it real? Like, you know, because y'all already strict. So when it came to that, was it even, yeah. like, even crazier? Yeah, it was It was, It was. was real crazy, man. We couldn't. So we already, you know how the, the you know, the beds and stuff set up. But we couldn't go in each other's rooms. Had to stay, you know, six feet apart, obviously. Um I think at one point we had they had to like switch the room around and one roommate had to stay on that side of the room and you got to stay on this side of the room. Then you get, you know, to the field and you got like 15 guys that can only be in the weight room. 
at a time. Um, then, we, you know, we transition to practice. The offense go out, like, 30 minutes earlier than the defense. So it was kind of like it hard because it was – we never did anything as a team. Right. But we couldn't, you know what I'm saying? And if you don't do nothing as a team, then you get into a game and try to play a team game, you know. Little stuff like that matters, you know, running, waiting for everybody to get at the gate before you run on the field to practice, right. that matters, you know what I'm saying? Little stuff like that, you know, it turns into big problems. But, I mean, we couldn't control it because, you know, we had to follow, like you said, protocols and stuff. And then I think the biggest thing, though, for us, it was when we was, you know, like our film, our meetings and stuff. Because we have, like, safeties that had to go meet in with linebackers or meet with defensive ends or something because we didn't have enough room in the meeting room. Man. So, yeah, so, like, they hearing it from, you know, they – you know, a defensive line coach, he's telling you something. And then – but he's he just telling you the basics of it. You know what I'm saying? But it, I think it's kind of hard. I think it was harder for them guys, like especially the younger guys, to, like, grasp the actual defense and stuff. When you're hearing it from – you're not hearing it from your, you know, your coach, your individual coach. So, yeah. Man, so – um. You know, we talk about juggling everything. How is it? What? And, you know, nothing nothing to do with football. Let's leave that out. Just how is it being a dad? What is, what is that like? Uh, I mean, it's a blessing, man, but and I, I can't sit here and say that I, I haven't struggled with it, man. I, you know, I wake up every day, and I'm learning new ways to be a good father, man. Um, just just to the little things, like, teach like for me, you know, we always grew up being respectful and stuff. So just teaching on, you know, the yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, just focusing on stuff like that, um, especially now that they're getting to that age. And then, cause I wasn't really there for, you know, his when he was, you know, the newborn and stuff like that. Cause I was at the school, but um, it's just I think the biggest thing for me is just wanting to be a better version of myself right. every day, man. Um, that's the biggest thing, man. Looking at little Chris, it just make me want to be better, make me want to, you know, lead by example even more. Cause I can't, I can't, I can't raise him or you know, try to teach him certain things that is not instilled in me. You know what I'm saying? So until I can instill it myself, I can't really, I can't really teach him anything, man. But it's been great, man. Just taking it one day at a time. Just you know, especially. Being home for a little minute, getting a little break, you know, it's been it's been a blessing. And yeah. So, you know, it you know, last 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 week I had um Felipe on and um you guys kind of basically hit on similar points. Um one of them being a competitor and everything. Yeah. Um 
And I think that's why you guys are where you are. And I think that's why you guys were able to overcome some of the things that you, you know, had to face, some of the hurdles you had to jump is that you were um, competitive. Um, who do you contribute, you know, that to being that competitive spirit? Is that something you just develop over time? Is it, you know, the high, you know, being playing at where you played at or is it? Yeah you know, home life, or is it a combination of everything? I think, I think it's, it's you know, it's kind of both, um, you know, at the home life and just developing through as you play. Because, like, with me, I was always younger than what I played with, especially then, like, AAU and stuff like that. So, if I wanted to play, I had, you know, I had to be competitive. I had to. I'm a smaller dude out there, but, you know, I'm going to get in there, box somebody out, and dive on the ground, do something just to get get on the floor. And, and I think that just <clears> – that carries over, man, when, you, when you're competitive and then you got guys. Because, um, you know, I played with Bryson and I'm on the older team. And you got guys like Bryson, Pat, Patrick. And, you know, you know Pat, he ain't <laughs> care. He can throw a ball at you or something, man. So guys like that definitely helped me start being competitive. Um, and then when I got to the high school, you know, you got one of the best receivers, best quarterbacks in the nation practicing against them, man. So, you know, Felipe and Keith. So that's uh, just being – I think at the home life, I was more competitive – of you know, to just trying to prove myself to you know my older brothers, man. Like just wanting to you know hang out with them and stuff. You know how it goes. And then with sports, man, it was just me wanting to play, me wanting to be the best player that I could be, man. Um, I think a lot of guys. I think a lot of guys now, like I wouldn't say they necessarily high from competition, but it's like they they don't thrive off of it either. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 like they oh, how can I say this? It's like they, you know, they pick and choose who, who they want to compete yeah. with. I can say it like that. They pick and choose who they want to compete with. If they feel like, you know, it it just feels like they compete with the ones they feel like they got an upper hand on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And for me, it was like, I, hey, look, if you bigger than me, you faster than me, if, you know, if you beat me, guess what? You supposed to. <laughs> but, you know, that's how I always looked at it. Even, like, even like I still look at it like that, you know, playing against Bama and stuff. Hey, look, you score on me, you route me up, guess what? You supposed to be a first-round draft pick. So, I don't right. got nothing to lose, you know what I'm saying? It's just looking at it like that. So just going on the field and not having nothing to lose, that just it just help you play, you know, play faster. It don't help you play hesitant. Cause a lot of kids nowadays, man, they they see a, you know, four star athlete or something, and they just, you know, they kinda like they let them get what they want, man. man. They don't, and yeah, I Yeah, they don't never try yeah. to, you know, yeah. compete with them. Definitely feel you on that. I feel you on that one. So, um, yeah. A lot of, you know, some people do know, 
but some that may be listening don't know that you were hell of a basketball player too. Uh, probably, I would probably say you were better at basketball than you were at football. But um, like, <laughs> which 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 sport do you love the most? Football, man. <laughs> I always, I always love football, man. I used to, even when we was homeschooled, man. I would try to talk the boys into playing. You know, just playing football, just throw the football. They wouldn't do it, so. Basketball, kind of, I was kind of forced into it just because, you know, I wanted to play with my brothers and stuff. And they, you know, they love basketball. But, um, yeah, man, football always been. I remember being in the yard, setting up chairs and stuff, trying to do spin moves and stuff off chairs, jumping over chairs. But, yeah, man, football, football was my love, man. Basketball, honestly, that's, that's I think if I had one regret through, you know, high school, I would say, is not taking basketball serious because I never really took basketball. I think only time I took basketball serious was probably eighth through that ninth grade summer or tenth grade summer. Yeah, tenth grade summer. Then after that, man, I was just kind of like I was done with it, man. But I did get that a lot. People telling me, you know, they think I'm better at basketball and stuff. And I look back, looking back now. You know, I feel like you know I could, I definitely could have played D one somewhere if I you know focused on it and stuff. But uh, man, I just went out there. It, to be honest, man, I, like I tell my mom and stuff all the time. I think basketball was just a God given gift for me, man. Like playing, you yeah. seen how I was when I got up there on this, <laughs> man. I could, <laughs> couldn't do nothing. Couldn't uh, do the ball. Your, couldn't, your feet were bigger than jump, you. Couldn't. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. Feet had big feet. Head was big, man. Couldn't do none, man. Just like I just woke up one day and I could dribble. I could, you know, got taller and stuff. Grew into my body. And so what? Yeah, man. Next for Chris Beverly, man. What like you know where you headed? Well, headed right now, man. Just, just working towards my goals, man. As far as football, you know, working towards getting a shot, playing in the NFL, man. Um, I definitely, that's definitely something I want to do. Something I want to, you know, go after. Um, and I feel like, honestly, I feel like I can, I can make it. You know, that's how. I, that's just me looking at it. Why, why can't I go to the league? You know what I'm saying? Um, why can't I do this um, or that? But after football, other than football, you know, just like I said with Chris and stuff, just continue to be a you know, great father and teaching him, guiding him in the right direction. Um, and other than, you know, after school and stuff, probably just definitely want to, you know, be a coach, probably on the high school level, man, just help kids. Reach their goals and dreams that you know, like like you did with me and a lot of other guys. That's definitely something that I always wanted to do is just give back to guys younger than me. Um, yeah, man, just just help kids reach reach their goals. That's what's up. And um, so yeah, speaking of helping, you know, 
helping guys younger than you, what what kind of advice would you give guys that's in high school right now? Like what what should be something that they should be focusing on, something they should be preparing for if they want to get to where guys like you and Felipe and everybody, you know, it's been, you know, Keith, all those guys that playing on the the uh, D1 level, what, what, what kind of things they need to be doing? I think the biggest thing, man, is your grades, man. Like, I've seen, I seen so many guys just get overlooked just because they're great. And, they, you know, they got the talent to play at the next level, man. But if you don't got your grade, even if they all right, man, they, you know, coaches still going – like, I've been called into an office. Like, I had my coaches call me to an office asking about, you know, how someone – you know, how their attitude is or something like that. And then, you know, me, I, you know, I'm both guys up and stuff, then they – Oh, the grades, you know, what about the grades? I can't say nothing about that. You know, like y'all coaches, when they come in and ask y'all, y'all, you know, y'all got to tell them the truth. So I think the biggest thing is your grades, getting your grades right and just preparing yourself for when, you, when you're away from, you know, your support system, man. Um, that's the biggest thing because especially like my generation and stuff, this younger generation, they – um. It's like once we leave, you know, mom and dad, man, they, a lot of people, they fold, man. They can't handle, you know, doing stuff on their own. And I think for me, I just tell them to just try and try and, you know, figure stuff out on your, like yourself. Even if, the, you know, it's just the smallest thing, man, just getting that attitude of, hey, I'm going to, you know, do this. I'm going to figure this out on my own. And I think that that carried them a long way. That's on. That's uh, <laughs> hey, you get it. Don't get no realer than that. That's um probably that's one of the things. Yeah. Um, I try to got, get guys to see, man. You know, they don't they don't understand, man. We we basically holding your hand right now. And um, when you when you leave us, yeah, it's not yeah. gonna be that way. And can you be able to stand on your own? But um, I mean, you got anything else you yeah. want to add? Uh, yeah, I got to ask you a question, man. So, so uh, I feel like I feel like this is you know important, especially you know from my experience and stuff, like with little Chris and stuff. But I feel like this don't get talked about as much as like. As a coach, do you feel it's you know I wouldn't say your responsibility, cause it's you know, but do you feel like it's your responsibility? I guess to try you know get your athlete to have more than just uh, identity in sports, like the 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 be focused to be focused on other things other than sports, but not to be focused like like to. Cause obviously, you know, kid chasing his dream, you know, you know, you want him to, you know, go all in. But I feel like a lot of guys, they, when they, if they don't go to college or something, when they walk across that stage, yeah. the graduation and stuff, they stuck. And they don't really know, they don't know what to do. They don't know. So do you feel like 
it's your responsibility just to even just little stuff like you know hey what you thinking if this don't work or you know you don't get this offer or something or you don't you don't go d1 like what you thinking type thing because a lot of kids they don't go d1 they don't get a d1 offer then it's just oh i'm done you know what i'm saying and they don't even it's like you still can go man yeah um just gotta find a way man my response it being my total responsibility no i I think it's a shared responsibility um with the coaches the player and the parent um and like you know like you said you are blessed to have both parents and obviously everybody's situation is not like that you know some don't even have a presence at home at all and i've i've encountered guys like that as well but uh I really feel like football yeah. football is a laboratory for life. Like you 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 find yourself, you you football, you know, football my playing high school football kinda played a part in who I am today, not kinda, but a whole lot. Played a big role in who I am today. You know, and yeah. I've been able to you know, being able to deal with life because of football. But, you know, yeah, I try to, you know, I try to drop, you know, something in your ear here and there. Just, do you know, kind of make you think, think about it. Um, A lot of times, man, you know, you got to get, get loopy and, you know, my to go off on you and, I have to give you a reality check. Like, look, man, this is not going to be forever. <laughs> and um, you got to start thinking about some other things. You got to be able to start mm-hmm. carrying yourself in a different manner, treating people differently, treating people right. And I think, man, the guys that make it, and I and I made a post not too long ago mm-hmm. on Facebook saying, man, we got to start celebrating the guys that, don't make it in sports, but make it in life. There's a lot of you guys who ain't playing football, right. but y'all doing, yeah. y'all still doing big things. You know, you still, you still taking care of yourself. You still being able to stand yeah. on your own. And I just think it's just a collective effort. You know, coach, coaches, the the whole staff, um, the player buying in. If I think if you buy into what the coaches are telling you you buy into the program and you know you honor your mother and your father you know you you'll be good right yeah i think when you say the player buying in man i think i think that's a a big thing because you know a lot of guys they now you know they don't they don't trust their coaches and they don't trust the, you know, the people, you know, that's, you know, that's trying to help them, and they, whatever the case may be. But I think the player buying in, that's, you know, that's a big thing. Cause not even, I'm not even talking about football right now. Just like you said, when you try to, you know, drop some of your advice and stuff to your players, you know, if it just goes to one end out the other, man, they, they just, you know, they're still gonna be kind of. Dealing with the same stuff, man. Uh, but I think that's important. And then you said, like you said, 
saying responsibility with the parents. Yeah, man. Yeah. But um uh we are wishing, praying for you as you continue this journey that you know that you continue to be who you are. Um it's it's honor coaching you. Um it's just you know, I get so excited when you know turn on the TV and you know you got got a game on on TV. You know, just seeing you out there doing your thing, um, seeing you with little Chris, you know, and and something you said earlier, you know, you 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 know, you're learning every day how to be a father. And look, I'm I'm 37, and I'm still I'm doing the same thing. I wake up every day learning how to be a better father, man. You just keep keep plugging, keep just keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep doing what you're doing, and uh, we rooting for you, man. We rooting for you, you know. However it may go, we 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 got you. We got you. Yeah, man. Appreciate you coming on. Appreciate it, man. Daniel's story. Well, yes, thank sir. you for having yes, me, man. It was great talking but, um, with you. Yeah, this 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 Chris Beverly, um, the Citadel. Y'all check him out, man. Keep keep just you know be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. <laughs> he he quiet and but body punch. <laughs> uh, we got some big things coming, but, man. Uh, man, appreciate <laughs> you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, sir. No that was Chris Beverly. Um, just a great dude, great guy. You would want him as a son, as a as a father, as a husband, just all around great person. Um, I'm just. I'm I'm really fortunate to have known him, to know him, to have coached him, and I'm just wishing nothing but the best for him. But this is your boy, Coach G, and all my other brothers, my CTN brothers, man, we going to be back all together soon, probably next week. Probably next week we have something big for y'all. But this is CTN presents the Ball in Life podcast. We out here. You ugly.